All right, we're talking new stadium and all the stuff that comes with it. We'll do all of that here today on Locked On Jaguars. You are Locked On Jaguars, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for joining us today here on Locked On Jaguars. I am the host of the Locked On Jaguars podcast, Tony Wiggins. And I'm glad to be here like I am every day because it's your team every day. And we thank you for making us your first listen. Quick reminder, we are free to to subscribe to on our YouTube page. Make sure you tap in and subscribe. Hit that like button and that bell button to get notifications. Also, if you listen to podcasts on other platforms, make sure you tap in every single day to make sure you don't miss an episode of Locked on Jaguars. Today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com forward slash Locked on NFL. And when you enter the promo code Locked on NFL in all caps, they'll throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti style tumbler with every order. It's going on, good people. Shout out to my everydayers for showing up. Every day. That's why we call you an everyday because you show up every single day. And I know you, I know you're there because I see your comments all the time on um on YouTube as well as the other platforms and also on, on Twitter. I, I love interacting with people on Twitter, really. I probably wouldn't even have an account if I didn't do this podcast, but since I am doing this podcast, I'm actually enjoying that. Also, to any new listeners, what is going on? What's happening with you? Glad you're here. If you come back tomorrow, you won't be new. You'll just be an everyday like everyone else. I'm going to get into the stadium, the proposed stadium for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Just give you my overall thoughts on on what I saw visually on the rendition. I I, I tried to find a, a copy of it so I could put it into the pod and just post it up here. But guess what? Just like me, I, I if anybody knows me, you know I ain't tech savvy and all of that stuff. I wasn't able to find one. So Google it and check it out. There's a whole YouTube presentation on Jaguars unveil, unveil. I think it's unveil, unveil uh, a rendition of what they hope to get accomplished. I like the way it looks, so we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about the inevitable issues that came up in all of the conversation about it. Like, where's the team going to play? Because apparently, it's going to be a two-year, um, two years where they're not going to be able to play in the stadium we're gonna get into all of that stuff and where logistically it'll work out i'm gonna give you my opinion too about that also i'm a hammer home in segment three the fan reactions and some of the things that's being said that uh you know i really figured out people if they really want something to worry about if they just feel like worrying or they feel like being combative that's what they're going to do uh but i do understand it and i understand uh, uh how people have certain feelings so thoughts on the new stadium proposal from me tony wiggins um i like the way it looks. a lot of people call it sofi south uh meaning that it looks a lot like sofi uh in uh, la where the rams and the chargers play this copycat league man this is what we do i mean our practice field the, the miller electric practice field that they have uh it is the exact replica of the one that's built in south florida for the dolphins so um if something works do it I, you know you you'd like to have something a little bit unique, but I happen to be living in a DC area when they built Camden Yards. And then they built like five or six other baseball 
uh, spots around the country that look like Camden Yards. And it's ironic that I brought up baseball and a baseball field because I'll tell you maybe in segment two what I think the Jaguars ought to be doing. But in any event, I like the way it looks. I like it for the fan experience. Uh, I'm, I'm with Bowl City Cap. I'll watch them play on a high school field, but we know the economics, the economics and all of that stuff and what's good for the city in terms of having a viable stadium to possibly draw other things in. And uh, it's all, you know, there's give and take in everything, right? What is clear, what is clear is that that stadium that that they want to make, state-of-the-art, about 62,000 people that can be extended to 71,000 for college games. Uh, Of course, that's going to be the – that's important for the the Florida, Georgia, or Georgia, Florida, whatever, however way you want to say it. It's very, very important for that game. And then they're talking about maybe possibly even pre and post season uh, college football games, uh, playoffs, bowl games. And need to, do I need to say it? Possibly even at some point, another Super Bowl, especially if they get the area around it built up with, with more hotels. Um, more Super Bowls. Uh, the NFL draft is, 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 a, is another possibility. Anything's on the table when you can uh, have a new shiny building teams. Uh, the league really loves that kind of stuff. So, and I, and I hope for me, I hope it really spills um, out East a little bit. And anybody that's from Jacksonville or know Jacksonville, when I say out East, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, things that are East and North of the stadium in that area, all the way down Jesse street and over Talleyrand and all of that stuff, that area really need, it has always needed help. And sometimes, you know, you get it in a trickle-down way, right, instead of just doing what you should do anyway, and ain't going to be all political about that stuff. But hopefully that's one of the things that that gleams out from all of this is that help gets uh, put where it actually is needed, and uh, that area needs to be revitalized a little bit. Um, but, yeah, I like the way it looks. I, I like the whole feel of it. I, I do think the purpose of this entire thing is – to not just bring a new stadium to Jacksonville. I think the purpose is, is to fix that area and make that an entertainment complex and have the stadium right next to the practice field and across the street, there'll be the shipyards that that whole area will be, uh, be an attraction for people. Uh, just like most, I, I'm, I'm very hopeful that there's a, a lot of local flair added to it uh, because there's a lot of local culture in Jacksonville that's really, really uh, outstanding. So I really would want to make sure that the area isn't so corporate. Like, you know, they talk about games, Super Bowl games, and they say, well, none of the true fans are really there, just a handful. Most of them are corporate folks. It's still loud as hell, right? But I, I would like to go down there and perhaps see some of the, 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 the staples of Jacksonville uh, be permanently a part of that and then maybe even some new things but um i want the i've always said i wanted a team here that would represent us like have a have a jackson jacksonville mentality and a way of playing i I don't think any team does that possibly more than pittsburgh really and i ain't trying to give the steelers all kinds of credit but i think they really really identify with with the people in pittsburgh right the people who remained in Pittsburgh after all the steel mills closed. That's where they get the name from the Steelers. So I really think the team that we have here and the coach that we have here actually do sort of personify the city. 
So I would like for the stadium to sort of be an extension of that and, and do the same thing. Now, there are a couple of big issues, a couple of real big issues, and I'm going to go through some of them. I'm not looking for uh, agreement because I'm not debating anyone. I'm just throwing my opinion into the hat, too. If they're going to build a stadium in that area, so anybody that suggests, um, well, why don't they, there's empty land out somewhere off JTB, or why don't they build it somewhere else? And while they're building that, the Jazz can play here. And then when they tear that down, turn that into something else. See, I think that's off the table because I actually think a whole part of this is making sure that you have a new stadium at that location. So any suggestion like that is going to go out of the window because it's not just about getting a new place. It's about getting a new place in that spot. So you're going to spend a billion dollars building something somewhere else, tear this one down, then build that up. And then tear the other one. What are you going to do? You're going to have two stadiums? They're not going to do that. So the big question is the logistics and the, and the mechanisms and the mechanics of how do you revitalize that area, build a stadium in that area, or remodel a stadium or whatever? And then I'm going to tap into that too. How do you do that? And at the very same time, keep the team playing. Team can't play while the stadium is being renovated. And there's been some talk that, well, maybe you could do it one side at a time. But those are the same people that want a new, uh, an entirely new place. So if you're doing that, you're not going to get an entirely new place because I'm pretty sure that there's a little bit of a hazard by building one side of a stadium while the other side is occupied with a whole bunch of people, right? And then to think that they're going to cut the, the, the fans down to 35... Some of the proposals I've heard are whacked out, man. Like, if they're going to play two games in London, then that means there's only seven home games, right, when you're not including preseason games. And they can play all three preseason games on the road. So now you're only talking about seven games. Do you take them to one location? Gainesville has been talked about. Hogtown, as some people call it. Orlando has been discussed. Which ain't a terrible idea, by the way, because hotels aren't a problem, right? I don't know if hotels are a problem in Gainesville, but see, the concern I have with is having so many people on the road. And the people say, man, they do that every Saturday. You get people on the road and maybe half the crowd that, that goes to a Florida Gator game goes to Gainesville and they ride home. OK, that's half. We ain't talking about 80,000 people or 70,000 people going to a Jags game in Orlando. There's like only one way to get from Jacksonville to Orlando, maybe two, but mainly there's one. And there's one until you get to a certain point. Then you have to decide whether you want to come up through um, Clay County or, or, or that way, or if you want to go down towards Maxville and head up near Normandy and Cecil. So it's just two different ways. But before you get to that point, it would be a bottleneck coming through Waldo and Lottie in those places. It, it, it's just too much to think about, um, and there's a lot to dive into. We're going to do it, and I'm going to tell you exactly. I'm going to tell you exactly something that I had my man made by Tim do for me this morning. I don't know if it works, but I'm going to tell you exactly how I feel about it. I'm going to do it in just a second here on Locked On Jaguars. But first, I'm going to talk to you guys about 
today's sponsor, and that would be Bird Dogs. That's right, man, Bird Dogs. I'm going to tell you, they got the most comfortable, comfortable apparel. I got two pairs of shorts, and then they sent me a Yeti also, and it is fantastic. Let me tell you something, man. Bird Dogs are the truth. Bird Dogs stretch like khaki shorts, and they're designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Now, I don't know if y'all see me. Like, I ain't the most sculpted person in the world, but these shorts make me look pretty good, right? They are outstanding. They use anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day. You know that that's a big deal. And they sent me this cool Yeti, man, this Yeti that they sent me. I used it yesterday. I'm at work today, so I don't have it. I had me a nice little beverage in there, and it didn't leak great and you can get that same thing you can get the same thing you need to go to birddogs.com forward slash locked on nfl and enter the promo code locked on nfl in all caps for a free yeti they're going to give you a free yeti style tumbler with your order that's birddogs.com forward slash locked on nfl for a free yeti style tumbler you won't want to take your bird dogs off we promise you so make sure you tap in man if you want the best shorts known the man you can control the inseams you can you can order them long or short i got them a little bit shorter because i'm trying to show my sexy knees birddogs.com forward slash locked on nfl promo code locked on nfl in all caps all right man running it down here on locked on nfl i am tony wiggins uh the host of the locked on nfl show i got some personal news i'm gonna share with y'all i do this a lot i'm gonna tell you why i do it because a lot of times when there's trouble when there's social issues or whatever or when someone is not doing something in life that we want them to do many times we use these platforms to talk about bad stuff so sometimes i try my best to give you guys good news because i think it humanizes us right i even do self-deprecating things i shared the news that i became a homeowner recently well now i'm sharing the news today that my son's fiance is in labor right kingston Jawan Wiggins will be born today, and I'm keep looking at my phone because the water broke, right? And I'm I'm getting really, really excited and emotional. And I share these things with y'all because I know everyday people. We're all I'm an everyday guy, you know, and I pride myself on doing that. And I want to share good news with you, just like when I'm on my soapbox or I'm ranting about something else, because I think it really humanizes and it touches us all. So this is my second grandchild, my first grandson. I looked at both of my boys, and I'm like, "There's another one of us coming." You know, you know what we do, men. And um, it's very, very, very uh, humbling. And uh, I'm glad to be able to share that with you. So while I'm recording this, I keep looking at my phone because I'm getting messages over and over again. But I'm really, really excited. Also excited for the Jacksonville Jaguars, the prospects of, of them getting a new arena, a new stadium. For one reason is it shuts up people, and I've been trying to find them. All of those people that keep talking about they're moving the team to London, the Jaguars moving to London. Where y'all at? Not a word. Not a word today because if they're talking about building a new stadium, that means there's a commitment to the city, which basically tears the frame off of that lame, lame narrative that keeps coming out of people's mouths that aren't associated with this team or this city. And now you can't find them. You can't find them outside right now. The sun is out. And if I had a flashlight, I couldn't find them anywhere because that's what they do. They talk, talk, talk about things that just are not true. 
Um, so that's one thing, and that's one plus and one positive about uh, today and, and about the rendition of the, of the stadium being released. I like the cosmetics of it. I like the way it looks. You got people that always find it something to complain about, talking about wood floors. I don't know if I, you can tell a floor is wood by a picture because they have tile that actually looks like a wood floor now. I got some in my house, trust me. Um, so, yeah, man, it, it's just all types of stuff and being really specific. What I won't get into is the city council, the new mayor, uh, where the money ain't going. We all know that there's always uh, people in need and always something that you could do. There's old saying, don't count other people's pockets, right? They're not giving $3 billion anyway to, to anyone. They're just not going to do it. They're going to do it to something that is going to make a money back that they think. I'm not going to get to whether or not they're they're going to actually reap the benefits and, and why give a billionaire money. I, I ain't doing all of that. The bottom line is the Jacksonville Jaguars are the biggest thing in this city. I don't want to lose it. I love the team. I love the joy that it brings to people's lives. And we got like the second or third oldest stadium in the league. There's nothing wrong with them getting another one. Here's my proposal though. So made by Tim, I don't know if you follow him on Twitter, but he's fabulous, right? A fabulous follow. He did this little thing where I would have had a nightmare trying to make this, where he took actual stadiums before the rendition came. He took actual stadiums and he placed them on the map, like where lot J is. He placed the stadium where they could build one next to the one that that's currently there. And while they're building it, they're playing here. We've seen other cities do this. Some cities did it with baseball. Some people did it. And then others, some cities didn't even, I forgot what city it was. They built a new baseball stadium. And then next to it, the old one is still there because they don't have the money to knock it down. So that's real funny. But that's an example of something that I saw where he took three different types. I think he took Atlanta's, Houston's, and Seattle's. And he put them all in Lot J. If, if you're not from, familiar with Jacksonville, Lot J is the big parking lot that's to the – let me see. Let me make sure I get this right now. It's to the west of the, it's on the west side of the stadium. It's the biggest parking lot that runs sort of close to uh, where First Coast News, shout out to First Coast News, shout out to Tegna, um, and where the baseball arena is. It comes back closer to downtown, right? So there's a big area right there. It worked. But as it turns out, they have other plans for that area based on the rendition. They have other plans. They're going to put a lot of retail stuff there. It's going to be really, really jazzy and fun and they're putting uh, you know they still have we have some parking there so that's not really in the cards but i asked him to do me a favor i said tim take that football stadium take the field not the whole stadium take the field put it in that baseball stadium for me and turn it does it fit so he sent me a picture on twitter and it kind of does a little bit it's tight i mean you kick a field goal you, you, you ain't no telling where the where the ball's gonna go but it's tight. The one he sent me, it, it was he, he didn't have a lot of time to do it, but he sent it to me. It was really, really close to the first baseline. I, I would think you, you would probably move that towards the middle of the field. Now, I want you to hear me out. I'm not trying to run the baseball team out of here. I think it's just easier to find a place for the minor league, the 2A team, the double A team, the Jacksonville Shrimp uh, to play. Um, to play in the city it's easier to find a place with ju and unf being right here for for them to play for two years than it is for the jaguars to play somewhere else 
There's no other place in this city. I heard about the UNF soccer field. And this is where I got this idea that that one of the proposals is that they go out to UNF. There's a soccer field that they're, they're, they're out there where they're going to have a, a, a pro soccer team where they could build it up, maybe with 30,000 seats or whatever, let the team play there for two years and then leave that structure there once the new stadium is up, leave that structure there for that soccer team, almost like a little gift. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and I thought that was a real, real good idea. If, uh, apparently other people didn't. And, and apparently the Jaguars really want that ticket money from selling 60 to 70,000 seats. So the other idea I proposed was, we'll just put it in a baseball stadium if you can. Hear me out. You'd have to build up the outfield with more, more seating around like where left field to center field and maybe even over in right field. I'm just wondering how many fans would be there. I mean, how many fans could you get? Could you get, if you build it up, could you make it, what's a baseball stadium, a good baseball stadium? There's like 40,000 people. Let me see if I can, um, the jumbo shrimp. Let's see jumbo shrimp. I'm going to type up jumbo shrimp and the um, stadium capacity. And we'll see how much it is because I'm going somewhere here, right? I'm going somewhere here, y'all. Y'all relax with me just for a second. I'm going somewhere. Okay. It has 6,000 stadium-style chairs, and can and it can accommodate 11,000 fans with berm and bleacher seating. So you're talking 11,000 fans. Could they add 28, 29,000 out in the outfield? Could they, like, start that process over the next couple of seasons? before they start building on the stadium because I'm, I'm i'm hearing that the stadium will be ready in 2026 or something like that they're gonna they're gonna no 2025 they're gonna use 25 and 26 i think to, to build it and it'll be ready in 27 or something like that so i'm wondering if they could over the next couple of years make that stadium bigger and be able to accommodate a football field right hear me out just listen they've played football games at yankee stadium they played football games at uh, Bristol, not Bristol, Connecticut, but up in Tennessee or wherever they run that that uh, that indie track. And I'm just thinking, could they do that, build that stadium up, leave that stadium there to maybe lure a major league team at some point? You see where I'm going? I'm trying to kill two birds with one stone. That was my idea. Apparently, either nobody considered it or um, – I need to stick to podcasting and cutting hair because maybe that won't work. But that's what I thought. That was my thing. I was like, you could kill two birds with one stone. You can have the team play here. They'll play right in the complex. They'll be right by their practice facilities. Can it work? And I'm sorry, Jumbo Shrimp. I'm not trying to run y'all out. I'm actually trying to do a favor to Jacksonville for baseball. But, you know, I don't know if people think baseball is viable here uh, in, in on the first coast. I don't know why they think that, because I think these people are crazy about baseball around here. But apparently uh, nobody thought of that idea. Nobody called me because uh, maybe I, I'm not an engineer, so I probably don't know. But that's what I thought. The rendition that Tim sent me, it looks like the, the field would actually fit in the baseball stadium. But, the, you know, you spend the next couple of years building that thing out, out in the outfield. It, it, it it's very limited as to far as far as how much it'll impose on people or stop anything from happening. You just put a temporary field 
in there and play. You're only going to do it seven times a year or eight times a year and maybe even make a deal that you only do it seven times. The fans are sounding off because this is prime Trevor right now. Prime Trevor, okay? The Jaguars appear to be good. Now, I think this is all – what's the word I'm looking for? It's just bad luck or good luck. If you can – I mean, you got a good football team, and now you it seems like you have people on board to build a really nice stadium. Is it bad luck or is it good luck? I think folks are making it out because the Jaguars are good, and now that they're good, oh, you're going to take two years of us away. Two, two years away to go out of town. Those are all, all very valid points from the fan base. I ain't knocking it. But my, my point is, what do you do? If you don't do that, what do you do? You got to do something. I'll tell you what those things are, what my point of view on it is, in just a second here on Locked on Jaguar. All right. Running it down here on Locked On Jaguars, I am Tony Wiggins, the host of the Locked On Jaguars podcast. And thank you for making us your team every day and making us your first listen. Your second listen should be Locked On NFL. In fact, we did a really, really good episode yesterday that was featured on Fox 61 with uh, James Rapine. And we talked about which teams improved the most in the offseason. So go check that out whenever you get a shot. But right now we're talking about stadium improvements. Um, my phone is going crazy. I think my grandson might be born. I shared that with y'all. But I'm going to share some things that the fans said. Uh, making this making this about the team being good versus when the team was bad. They could have done this when the team was, was not very good. I think that's a little bit too many mental gymnastics. Because I just think they finally are, are, are on the right page to get something done. And it just so happens it's coincidence. That's the word I was looking for. It's just so happens. It's just a little bit of a coincidence that um, it happens to be done like right now when the team looks like they're on an uptick. So that's just too bad for, for the fans. Like if they move the games out of town to Gainesville or Hogtown and people have to drive back and forth, it's not really ideal. Um Orlando, I think you could probably pull that off, but you know, that's an even further drive. But I just think more people will be able to make a weekend. If you want to go to a Jaguar game, you go down on Saturday, go to the game, check out a hotel, go to the game, and then drive back on a big wide highway. I think that makes people a little bit more comfortable than say going down there on your own ticket. Now, they could they could offer shuttle service, get these nice charter buses. And make a party out of it. Hey, man, let's meet in the parking lot or meet wherever. Get on these charter buses and have buses galore. You could do it that way. People can go down and tailgate with their own, you know, caravan or whatever. Or like I said, you can make it, you can double up. You can make it, uh, you know, go down on Saturday, enjoy Orlando, do do whatever, have like a Jaguar takeover in, in Orlando. I thought that would possibly uh, be a good idea. But in any event, it looks like what they're going to do is, the, the Jaguars are going to have a, another home. And it sucks because it's right. It's coinciding right when Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars appear to be turning that corner and, 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 and headed on a bit of an uptick and the fans won't really 
get a chance to enjoy it. If you look at it another way, by the time they get it done, maybe the Jaguars are in the hunt. Maybe they are doing some special things. And if they're one of the best teams in the league, which a lot of people believe they're headed that way because of Trevor and Doug, well, now think about the excitement when they finally open that place in 2028. And you got, that's what, five years from now? What's Trevor, 28 years old? Yeah, something like that, 28, 29 years old. He's still in his prime. He's got another eight, nine years left. And now you got this new beautiful stadium that that's one of, that's going to be the best of the best. At that point, it might be the newest stadium along with Buffalo. So you might actually have one of the best places in the league to watch, watch a game. And, and the surrounding area, what it's going to do is, is, is going to make that whole area nice. So some fans have been reacting. They've been saying, man, I don't want the team to move out for two for two years, play the games in the city. Well, offer up some sort of solution to how they're going to play the game. Where do you, where you think they're going to play it? High school? Where are they going to play it? I, I, don't, I don't hear enough solutions. All I hear from certain people are the complaints. I don't want them to, to, to go back to the drawing board. And, and I know business is business, and there's going to be some pull here and there. What I don't want them to do, and this is a lot of fans don't don't get my reaction to some of the things that they're saying. Talking about issues and going back to the drawing board and pork here and and the riverfront and downtown and what the if y'all haven't been watching over the last five, six, seven years when people have been talking about a new stadium, those are the things that have been the talking points that have been like deal breakers. I think if you have the momentum, just let's keep the momentum going and talk about what good this what good can come out of it instead of being real nitpicky about who's getting the money and who's doing whatever. I think that that is going to put us right back in that space where I just don't want to be. I don't want to be. I just don't want to be in a space where they're saying certain things are deal breakers for everybody and there's no there's no wiggle room and there's no flex. And then you're going to start hearing people talk about, well, they can't build a stadium and the people don't want a stadium and they're leaving. That is why teams leave when folks can't come to an agreement. That And a lot of them aren't football fans at all, right? So that's why people leave. I don't even want to entertain the thought of putting a bunch of people that bicker all the time in a room together when it seems like everybody's kind of on the same page. Don't give them any ammunition to go back in there and, and start that tug of war because I think, to me, that leads us back to right where we've been, and that's with people talking about teams leaving because the city of Jacksonville and its people aren't committed to football, which has always been a lie, in my opinion. What ain't a lie is that I'll be back here with another episode of Locked on Jaguars, and you will too because y'all just do that for me because you're everydayers. We're going to make sure we – uh, bring you some more content, talk about anything that goes on. Um, if they're going to add any new players, who's out there that, that can actually help this team? Now, I did a show saying, if you could have any two players from around the league, who would it be? And I got a real good response from it. So now I'm going to say, who's actually really out there that could possibly help the Jaguars if the Jaguars decide to add some more players? We'll discuss that tomorrow on the next episode of Locked on Jaguars. Until then, you guys make sure you take care of each other and yourselves. and. Happy Kingston Juwan Wiggins Day because he is on his way. And look at me. I am as giddy 
as a little kid in the candy store. I will see y'all tomorrow, man. Thanks for joining us. Take care.